welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by Aaron Edwards, the co-owner and chief sales officer of Z-Buyer, a family-owned and operated real estate marketing and investment company. Over the past 13 years, Aaron has established relationships with realtors all over the United States, working closely with them in implementing and utilizing the unique tools and strategies that Z-Buyer offers its clients. Aaron is a leader in marketing and sales at ZBuyer and is continuously monitoring real estate trends and fine-tuning the ZBuyer system to ensure that his clients have access to the most current online market information. He joins us today to discuss how ZBuyer benefits the real estate community and how it can help agents to transform their marketing presence. Now, let's welcome Aaron to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. Aaron, welcome back. Thanks for being my co-host again. The last time you and I were on the radio together, we had a lot of great feedback, so I appreciate your uh, return visit. Thanks, Tim. It's great to be back again, by the way. <laughs> I'm curious, what was uh, what, what were you hearing that uh, agents really liked about our previous radio show? It's a few months ago now, but I, I certainly uh, had a lot of great feedback about the practical nature of the information we provided, but I know you had a lot of our students that became your clients I'm sort of curious what your uh, experience has been and what they're telling you that um, you know they liked about the last radio show so we can make sure we do better on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, most of the time I've spent talking with any of your students, it's been specifically how to get signed up for Z-Buyer and use it to the best of their ability. And I think that's probably from what I would take anyway from the few conversations I've had. Is that you, you, Aaron, well, Aaron whatever, let's, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's get, let's get the uh, let's make it really really clear what Z Buyer is and how they can do business with you guys, and then let's you and I deep dive into the practical stuff, the best practices stuff. So let's give them the information because there's probably not a single person on this entire radio show listening today that's not going to want to check out what you guys do because it's and you know you, sure. if you listen to the previous radio show listeners, you'll know this is kind of one of those no brainer things like why wouldn't you do business with these guys. So why don't you just briefly give them an overview of what it is that you guys do. And then, guys, we made it easy for you. You can just click on the link in the show description. You're, most of you are listening to this on replay. So just click the link, and you can hop over to Z Buyers. We made it easy for you. A lot of you listen on mobile, so that will you know, work as well. So give them a, uh, you know, uh, an overview, and, and then let's just jump into the best practices. You've got it, pal. Thank you. Yes, real estate lead generation is our number one thing that we do now, and we're trying to bring a higher quality seller uh, than any realtor will get from any other type of marketing they do. Uh, we also have an abundance of buyers right now, and in our last show, we talked more about sellers. As Tim, you brought up a good point about, you know, most multi-million dollar agents get listings. The buyers will come with listings, so hopefully we'll be able to drill down like you like we did before a little bit more on the uh, the listing side of the seller leads, but we're also a real estate brokerage, uh, not terribly active buying right now, but we have in the past for years and years nationwide. That's how we kind of started this marketing, sell my house fast, fast cash for homes type of advertising that brings about 
a more motivated home seller than the people who want to know what their home is worth. You have to prospect for, in some case, over a year before seeing results in terms of listings that turn into closings. So that's the kind of marketing that we've done for years, and that is our, that's the number one thing that we do. We've sort of morphed into a full-time real estate lead generation specialist is what I would classify as here at ZBuyerEyes. Well, despite your name, you guys generate seller leads too, correct? Correct. Yeah, I, I, I often have to remind everyone that, you know, the name Z Buyer is we're still slowly but surely branding it, and this helps to do that, by the way. So thank you, Tim. That um, as we're slowly but surely branding it, you have to think of a prospector, of a seller is looking for a buyer. So that, you know, when you think about it from that perspective, that's something to keep in mind too. Bro, I don't think there's any way you're going to be able to explain Z Buyer somehow seller lead generation. I think it just is what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. It is what it is. That's right. So, but yeah, it's okay. So, as far as uh, let's talk about best practices. You guys have a lot of really high-end uh, users, agents that swear by your product. I know we send lots of agents to you guys when they're looking for added spokes on their lead generation wheel. And for those of you who are not clear, I know we have a lot of listeners. Um, new listeners, rather, the lead generation wheel analogy is very simple. Imagine a wheel with lots of spokes, and each spoke represents a source of leads. Uh, and I know Aaron's going to back me on this. You definitely want to have your core spokes be the spokes that you uh, generate or from self-generated leads. That would be from you learning how to pick up the phone, learning how to do real practical things that don't cost you money. A lot of agents get into the business and they have a credit card balance that quickly gets you know, sucked up by buying leads. Don't do it that way because you won't last. That's the reason, one of the reasons there's such high churn of agents. The reason so many agents fail is because they never learn how to self-generate. They never learn how to uh, they never learn the skills necessary to convert the leads and you know do the job part of this. So the mindset is have your core spokes be the ones that are from your efforts, and then after you've built those spokes and after they're consistently producing, then start adding spokes like this one where you essentially buy the leads. So can you be a new agent and use ZBuyer? You can, but the problem is is that um, you know, unless you have really, really deep pockets, and if you haven't learned how to convert leads, if you haven't learned how to pre-qualify, if you haven't learned how to sell, in essence, you're going to have a lot of, uh, you know, futility, to be honest with you. It's going to be frustrating because you're not going to see the results and you're not going to be able to pay the credit card balance. Keeping it practical, listeners, we're keeping it real because I know a lot of you are very, very, very tempted to buy leads. Otherwise, companies like Zillow wouldn't exist. So with that in mind, um, when you're ready to add paid lead generation, after you've built your core spokes on your wheel, after you're consi consistently producing income so you can easily afford it, Z buyers is a no-brainer. There's just no two ways about it. So, again, something we always uh, suggest to all of our coaching students who have those core spokes built. So best practices. What is it that your top agents do? If you could take all your top agents, the ones that, um, you know, frankly, are just making millions of dollars per year from your service, and you could uh, make it into some sort of – you could bottle it and make it into an energy drink. What would be the ingredients? Well, I'm glad you asked, Tim. And like we talked about last time is penetrating the data, making phone calls, setting the right expectation for yourself. But to, to even go deeper than that, I think it's two, two major things. Is There's something to be said about self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, the agents who've done best with us basically decide they're going to do it. They're going to make it happen. This is going to work for them. 
and in part because they set the right expectation for themselves. If you're in a, a county like where I believe you and Julie are from, Tim, and Columbus, right, Franklin County, Ohio, uh, yes, you're sir. paying around $200 a month. Uh, you don't have to have a closing every week at $200 a month to have a fantastic return on, on investment. With a service like this, it's affordable enough. You could get one or two closings per calendar year and have a good return. Uh, it's, it's about thinking long-term. And I, the self-fulfilling prophecy is one of the things I've seen over the 10-plus years we've been running this business full-time, lead generation. Uh, the agents that set out, and you know, when you get on the phone with them, if they spend more time talking about all the success they have, they are, and they say, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to make it work. Those are the ones that make it work. Um, on the other side of that, there's the overly pessimistic agent that rather than making phone calls to actually speak with sellers and try to get on appointments and make things happen, look at leads, pull comps, and call sellers to verify whether the information is correct. It's a very pessimistic way to go about a new marketing tool. So it's almost as if oh, this probably doesn't work, it's probably not going to work for me, and I bet these aren't even real leads. <laughs> uh, when you take that perspective, all you're doing is you're waiting to find the one or two bad leads that are there and capitalize on that rather than the two or three or four really good leads that are waiting for your call that if you'd been thinking positive, you would have already found results with. Does that, does that make any sense? So I was, yes. So I was in California last week. Um, had a small group, less than 100 people. Actually, it wasn't even the real estate industry, so I was doing a, um, a business event for the behavioral health industry of all things. And it was interesting okay. what you're saying, and I was getting this visualization of the people that were in the audience that had their arms crossed, right? The people that were the skeptics, the people that were looking for the reason to say no, the people that were looking right. for that little, you know, they're mentally and emotionally playing that game from the 70s called whack-a-mole you know or i guess it was the 80s too you know where there's this little plastic mole that pops up and it's your job as a little oh, kid I remember to it. whack that yeah exactly right we my brother and I always beat the crap out of ours it didn't last long but right the fact is is that whack-a-mole you know is the mental state that a lot of skeptics um do right. put themselves through and that's how they live and it's interesting that all is based in ego um, because their ego doesn't want something, you know, I don't want to get into a big ego diatribe, but the re bottom line is, is their skeptical nature isn't coming from strength, it's coming from weakness, it's coming from fear of change. And so, you know, I appreciate what you're saying, man, because I see it all the time. You know, we have people that will sign up for coaching, and you got to spend, like, I, I have to coach our coaches how to deal with these folks that have these really thick layers of skepticism about them that's just they don't even realize how much it's holding them back that's just how they exist they're not right. just skeptics about right. you know us they're skeptics about everything right um right and you have to you have to spend all your time convincing them that um so you know what is the worst case scenario what's going to happen what happens if you call that person back what happens if you ask these questions in the similar words and nine times out of ten they sort of self-discover their own answers and realize they've been holding themselves back so yeah man i can totally relate it's the nature of people though isn't it and, and Aaron, is. so you, yeah, you, so you must have uh, like price ranges, right? A lot of people. The other thing I'm sure you have to deal with on a regular basis, it won't work in my market, right? You know, we don't. That's you know, upper end people, sure. or you know, whatever, right? So how do you explain right. that? Overcome that? Well, I mean, if, if it can work in one market, it can work in any market. Um, two, two of your uh, students that I've been in contact with. Uh, since signing up in two, I think we'd all agree, 
very different markets. You've got El Paso, Texas, and Reggie Harris. And Reggie's done really well in just a week. Uh, at least he's on pace to do really well. Um, and, and Danielle Connor, uh, who is a student of yours and uses eBuyer and signed up. Uh, Danielle's a, a different scenario because she had successful closings in a different part of New Jersey, where she, she's in Camden County, New Jersey, where she's already seeing success and said I could use her as a success story because she worked with us before the radio show years past and has seen results. She was working with a, a partner of hers using our lead system. So she knows that it works. So it's a, a little bit different uh, dichotomy. But, I mean, you think about Camden, New Jersey, and El Paso, Texas, I mean, we think we could probably all agree uh, different ends of the spectrum in terms of market uh, in terms of, you know, the cultures in the market center and whatnot. And if it can work for both of them, and I've, you know, I've, I, I, I have success stories. If you guys look at the website after creating a profile at ZBuyer today, at least, to look at the leads in your area and see if it piques your interest, you know, you can look through the success stories and see people from all over the country who've had great success with the program from Southern California to Connecticut to Nebraska to, you know, uh, in the great Northwest. So, but, uh, but yeah, Reggie's, uh, Reggie's in El Paso and he's one of my, I mean, I'm, we, I just got him signed up about a week ago. And I called him back yesterday to say, hey, bud, do we have anything going yet? And I think Reggie's probably a classic example of the optimistic agent. You know, I told him, I said, you're going to have something good for me in a week when I call back. And he said, yeah, I'm going I'm to do my best on it, boss. And sure enough, two listing appointments, one buyer's appointment already. And I think his exact words yesterday were that what he's found is that the leads are real. And that can be refreshing. You know, when you pull a comp and it's a legitimate property and, you know, at some point it's on you, the realtor, to make it work, right? So let's give him something real practical. Let's drill down, okay? You're using um, sure. one of our coaching clients uh, as an example, and I think that, let's just talk about that. So you uh, sell Reggie, for example. He must be working with one of my coaches. I don't know his name, but... Reggie, thank you for being a coaching client. I sincerely appreciate it. And if you ever need me, Reggie, and if you're listening to the radio show, always remember you can email Julie or I directly. So that aside, um, he's getting a lead. He's getting a seller lead. Your best practices agent's going to know to call that lead back right away. Not email, but call. Your best practices right. agent's going to know to use a script, and the script's going to go something like this. Um, Hi, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. I just received your request for the CMA um, through ZBuyer. And I just wanted to let you know that I've already gotten started on it. Now, you indicated that it was a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, and you asked some questions about the house clarifying and verifying the information that they put in the form. Then you say, ideally, and this is the next question, guys. This is like one of the top three questions after you've sort of drilled down on the details of the house so you can do a really good CMA for them. Then the next question after that, uh, and this is the most important question, and don't change this question, is ideally, Mr. Seller, how soon do you need this home to be sold? You ask that right at the top when you're calling these folks back, and you still do the CMA regardless of what their uh, answer is, but ideally, Mr. Seller, how soon do you need this home sold? That's going to tell you their motivation. That's going to tell you whether or not they're just you know, using you for a CMA, which is fine. Just send it to them via email, um, and then keep them around so you maybe down in the, future they'll, in the future they'll use you if they do decide to be serious, or and you're going to find that a lot of times they are serious. Well, we were about to put the house for sale, or we just got noticed that we were getting transferred, or whatever, whatever. But if you don't ask, if a lot of agents make the mistake of asking that question, well, <laughs> way too late. 
They've sent the CMA. They think, okay, at this point, the seller is going to be somehow committed to me. They're going to be somehow obligated to me because I've done this beautiful CMA. They've dropped the CMA off with flowers. You know, they've, they've, whatever, whatever. And then what happens is the seller doesn't even call them out because the uh, agent didn't ask uh, the question. So ideally, how soon do you need this home sold? Well, um, we were actually wanting to put the house for sale sometime before the end of the summer. All right, well, fantastic, Mr. Seller. So I'm sure you'll agree it probably makes sense that we talk about putting the house for sale now so you can make the most of the selling season. So listen, I'm going to be in the area today at 6 o'clock, or would 6.30 be better for you? I'll swing by. I'll give you the requested information of the CMA, and then let's sit down and talk about your different options for getting the home sold. So 6 or 6.30, Mr. Seller. So if you take the conversation to that, that level and you use the scripts that we give you guys as coaching clients, you're going to find you get results much, much faster. So any of this resonate with you, Aaron? It certainly does. I especially like how assumptive the script is. And I'm going to be in town around 6 or 6 or 6.30 better for you. You're not giving them an option to say, well, you know, today's not going to work. It's which one, 6 or 6.30, because I'm going to be there. Uh, I, I love how assumptive that is. I think that goes for all sales in, in all industries. So, yeah, I think it sounds fantastic. The only thing I would add, and the one thing all of your listeners should know, especially if they try Z-Buyer out for one month, and remember, guys, it's month to month. You can cancel any time, um, is that you shouldn't be coming across home sellers that found us by way of valuation. I know you're all so used to that, that the script is ingrained in that. But with our sellers, you can skip right to how soon are you wanting to sell. I understand you came to one of the, one of the Sell Your House Fast websites that we work with online. And, and you can say that because they came to a Sell My House Fast website. The sellers that we have don't find us through uh, you know, a, a virtual value of your home type of marketing that you get with you know, Reply and House Values and some of the others that are out there that are still very valuable companies and can be a real asset. Uh, from what we've learned, though, you have to prospect those people so much longer. They come in in the funnel up at the top and have to go all the way down the funnel for months and months. But, but, but Aaron, let's talk, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because I know because I've had to help agents. Over, and, and this is again the reason I value your product so much. Um, so the ads are typically uh, on the surface design uh, around investors that want to buy houses. You know that's where you guys kind of got your start, correct? And then now that's you're selling. Started, correct. Okay. All right, so um, agents who are listening, and I promise you this, and you know this already, that a lot of them are going to be throwing up mental, emotional, skeptical roadblocks saying, hold on, there's no way that I'm going to be having sellers in my marketplace where they're going to be responding to ads like that. There's no way they're going to be interested in uh, you know, wholesaling their house or you know, uh, we buy ugly houses type thing. These are the types of thoughts these agents are starting to have. Now, agents, I'm going to challenge you on that because here's the fact. What every single agent wants is what? Most price, least amount of hassle, shortest period of time. That's the reason – I'm sorry, that's what every seller wants. That's the reason that sellers respond to these types of ads, and you will be stunned and amazed the types of sell. Yes, you're going to get the wholesale ones. Yes, you're going to get the dirtbag ones if those are the types of leads you want to buy. But you're also going to get your neighbor. You know, you're going to get the house next door. You're going to get the big mansion on the hill. You'll be surprised the opportunities that come to you. So what do you do when you go to the house? You can essentially follow our listing presentation, but for if, you, know, you can present to these folks that they have three options. One, they can sell it to an investor, and Mr. Seller, investors typically will pay 60 to 65 cents on the dollar. Uh, two, we can put it for sale, and the retail price would be you know, in this range. Or three, we can do a hybrid. 
We can put it for sale retail-wise, and after a certain amount of time, whatever fits your time frame, if the property hasn't sold, then we can sell it to an investor, which is best for you. So don't get your head stuck on the idea that just because um, the way that these guys are generating leads won't work in your market, it works in all market because it's appealing to what sellers want the most. Um, so you know, don't get stuck on that. And it's funny, too, because in um, New York City, <laughs> some of my agents are going to hate me for saying this, where some of the biggest transactions happen, and we're coaching some of the you know, wealthiest agents in the country, and a lot of them are making just so much money in New York City right now. The Manhattan market's insane. Well, even Manhattan, Brooklyn, all the boroughs. Uh, they're running ads like this, and they're running them, they're running them stealth mode. They're, they're doing direct mail. They're doing things like this, and they really, really do work because it appeals to everybody. It's the sh- quickest sale, most money, if you, you know, depending on what path you go, and the shortest period of time. Have you ever, like, the sellers that uh, you guys attract, are you ever personally surprised the amount of information that they're willing to give? Like, how many of them really aren't distressed? Because isn't that the sort of the misnomer of the types of leads you sell, that they're all distressed? It certainly is. Yes, sir. Yeah, it, that people say, especially agents, tend to lump in any seller who went to a sell my house fast website is someone who must be underwater. Uh, must be facing foreclosure, must be the dreaded short sell listing that I don't want to deal with anymore, I don't have to deal with anymore. Um, that's just not the case. And we've done study after study on this by simply looking at what they choose for the reason for selling. At this point, it's less than 20% of all the leads we get per day. Some days, over 1,000 leads a day nationwide. Uh, less than 20% are choosing pending bank foreclosure or uh, financial distress as their reason for selling their home with us. And to, to, to delve in just to something about the psychology of the sellers that use this type of marketing, sell my house fast, fast cash for my home type of advertising, when speaking specifically of these sellers, I feel like, and, and this is part of my intuition and part of the experience I've had with the sellers that we speak with here around the country, I feel like because of the negative publicity that the economy in general, but certainly realtors and real estate, have dealt with for the past several years because of the market condition, that a lot of sellers out there that need to sell their home quickly, they may not be an ugly house, may not be a falling apart dirtbag home, uh, are just home sellers who don't realize the market has bounced back and that a realtor can sell their home quickly. They've been told for too long that if they list their home with a realtor, it'll be a year plus before they even get an offer. Most of us in most parts of the country know that's not the case anymore. We just have to get in front of these home sellers who aren't going to Remax or Keller Williams, but who instead did a Google search to sell their home fast and looked for an alternate route. They just need to be brought back into the fold and made to see the reality that in most markets, a realtor can sell your home and sell it quickly and closer to retail, right? Well, that's an excellent point. Um, yeah, a lot of markets, the prices have come back and people don't realize it. You mentioned, you know, Julie and I are from Columbus, Ohio. In Columbus, Ohio right now, we are actually trying to buy more rental properties. And our realtor said, sure. keep, what you, keep what you've got because you're not going to find anything that's going to give any kind of return on investment right now because stuff has gotten really expensive. But I guarantee you there's people in Columbus that think that they're still underwater and they're not. 
So there's all kinds of different levels of motivation. The mindset that you can only go after the traditional type of seller or some of our coaching clients that have been with us for almost a decade, those guys who think they can only go after distressed property, that's not true. I mean, in a lot of markets, you can do both. In a lot of markets, there's opportunities on all ends of the spectrum. That's what, frankly, excites me about this market. This is the reason that I think this is going to be the you know next 10 years is going to be the greatest real estate market of all of our lifetimes. And I mean that with all sincerity because there is so much opportunity, because there's so many different ways for you to be of service to folks and make money. So, Aaron, other best practices, anything that comes to mind, anything that um, you just wish every single agent that – uh, became a client of yours would do that you wouldn't have to talk them into that you could just you know give them that you know super agent soda and all of a sudden they just get it. Anything else comes to mind? <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean the the other thing that we talked about before that I briefly mentioned uh, was the the penetrating the data and specifically like you said earlier, Tim, making phone calls. Uh, it's real easy to be passive and add someone to a direct mail list or add someone to an email list or shoot them a quick personal email. And, you know, I, I, kind of a corny phrase I've used before is don't be a one-call Paul uh, or Paulette. <laughs> uh, make multiple calls. If you don't catch someone the first time you try, try them a different time of day the next day. You know, try them once, leave a voicemail. Try them again a couple times without leaving a voicemail perhaps. Make the effort because there's value and potential in every single lead you get on any spoke on, on your marketing lead generation wheel. Um, so I'm pleased to say that many of your students who've signed up with us have, have already seen enough value to see that this is a valuable spoke, uh, which I love that analogy. I've been using that ever since the last radio show when I learned of, of Julie's analogy that she uses there. So, but yeah, it's, it, it's making multiple phone calls, staying the course, um, not giving up, and, you know, I, I think in general, positive nature can go a long way, too. But we kind of touched on that earlier. Um, let's let's drill down on a couple of things. Let's drill down on a couple of things you said to keep it practical. So a lot of agents get stuck on lead follow-up. Or more, more importantly, what is the correct amount of lead follow-up? And there's all these, frankly, stupid asinine rules out there. Uh, guys, I'm going to make it really simple for you. If the seller has to sell, and sometimes it's going to, you're going to learn that, that they have to sell because of the form that they fill out, or you're going to learn from a phone call. Have to sell is a seller that is relocating, a seller that is you know, any sort of duress, whatever, right? An actual motivated seller. And if you guys look at your listings or look at the listings in your office and you see and you ask the motivation of the seller or think about the motivation of your last sellers were, you're going to find that 99% of the time, very rarely do they just want to sell. You know, The want to sell are going to be the ones that drive you guys nuts because they're never going to be – really, they're not going to be able to meet the market where it is. So when you get a have-to-sell seller, here's your lead follow-up rule. It's very, very simple. It's supposed to be funny. So <laughs> you follow up with that seller until they list with you or somebody else, ideally you, or they file a restraining order against you. There's no certain number of phone calls, right? There's no certain number of phone calls. There's no nothing. It's till they list with you or somebody else if they have to sell or they file a restraining order against you. Sometimes, guys, they don't return your phone calls because they're busy or they're not getting your voicemails or there's something else that's going on. So remember that and don't overanalyze it. Don't think you have to make some sort of 888 program or all this other overly analytical stuff that's being taught. If they have to sell... You have to list them. So they list with you or somebody else or file a restraining order against you. So there's that. And the other thing is, is if you're not getting them on the phone 
And frankly, email is just nice, but it's not in any way should be never be the sharp end of your spear. Not nowadays, because email is oversaturated. The agents that are leading edge are the ones that are picking up the phone. If you can't get them on the phone, go to the door. Go knock on their door. Saturday morning, everybody's home, aren't they? And then maybe deliver another, a hard copy of the CMA if that was the original request that they gave you. Be aggressive, guys. If you're wondering what the difference is between the agents that are making millions of dollars in this market, the agents are, frankly, just barely struggling to get by, it is not 100% more effort or 1,000% more education or it's nothing like that. It's usually 5 or 10% more effort. Does it really take that much work for you to go and knock on the door? Does it really take that much more effort for you to pick up the phone than send a stupid email? No, of course not. 10%, maybe 5% more effort will get you just so much better results, not just in this business, but in life in general. So, Aaron, as we round the bend on today's show, thank you for being my co-host today. Hopefully, we've left these guys with lots to think about. Yeah, of course, man. It's good stuff. I like anything that's going to help these guys make money. I mean, honestly, we like to keep things uh, practical, not overly cerebral. So anything else you'd like to say to these guys as we round the bend on today's show? Enjoy your summer, guys. It's it's a great time to get out and make money. I, I, I think all of us, I hope all of us would agree, this is some of the best months in real estate are coming up for the year of 2015 from now on, moving forward through the fall. And Z-Buyer would love to be a part of your success. So consider at least creating a free profile at the website. Check out the leads in your area. You can see all of the leads for free. It just won't get the contact info without subscribing and paying the month-to-month fee. And, and again, Tim, it's always a pleasure to be on the show. I thank you sincerely for having me on again. Oh, my pleasure. So, listeners, um, the link to Z Buyers is in today's show description. Um, in the meantime, I love what he said. This is you, We are right in the thick of it. A lot of you guys have said, I will be successful one day. When I am in the right place at the right time, you are in the right place at the right time. You are in the right place at the right time. Everything is going your way right now in this industry. The, you, I doubt if there could be any situation that's better than now. Um, so please take the action on this. Do whatever it takes to get the momentum going in your direction. If there's anything we can do for you, of course, guys, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And when you do that, we're going to give you our two books. You don't have to buy them on Amazon, uh, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate and a, a Real Estate Treasure Map. Those are two books you get for free. I also think we're giving out a few of our other books, too, when you request a free coaching call. I'm not sure. Um, and also, ask about our student loan program. No longer do you have to pay $997 a month to get uh, be a member of our premium and our uh, our elite coaching program, the Breakthrough Coaching Program. You can uh, use student loans, and most of you will easily qualify. And then our coaching program that is, like I said, $997 a month is only $359 a month. So you basically can become a coaching student and join our essentially our top-level coaching program for only $359 a month. Guys, we've removed all the barriers to entry for you to make the most of this market. Please take action. It's really, truly up to you at this point. Aaron, thank you very much for your time today, man. I really appreciate it. And listeners, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Thank you, Tim. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.